Hi everyone, it is Alice Marius and welcome to Protect Your Glow, the podcast. I want to say thank you so much for taking the time today to press play. Thank you for tuning in and I also want to say I am so excited to even be recording this podcast. I've tried to record this for about two weeks now, but I was sick with the cold and if you subscribe to my newsletter or if you've read my blog post, the last one I just posted, um, you will read that I just came up for some air with this cold and cough that I was battling. But I've been thinking about you guys, and I'm so happy that I'm doing better right now. I thank God for that. And I want to do something a little bit different today. I want to start off this episode with a prayer. And I, for some reason, it came to me today. I was like, you know what? I've never really prayed on my podcast. Because for me, I'm thinking, you know, uh, there might be somebody going through something that may just need to, you know, be uplifted. There might be someone battling or, or trying to um, come up with a solution for a problem that they're having. Or it just might be somebody listening to this that just might have a, had a crazy bad week. And I want to... Uh, Take the time to bring that problem or bring that worry to God in prayer on your behalf um, because we do serve a, a great God. We serve a mighty God and I value you and I thank you so much for your support and you mean so much to me. So if I can just, if you would allow me just to take two minutes of your time, not even 30 seconds to just lift you up in prayer. I would be honored to do so. Now, if you are driving while listening to this podcast, I do not suggest you closing your eyes while I make this prayer because I need you here. I love you. And um, I want you to hear future episodes. So don't close your eyes if you're driving. Keep your eyes on the road and on the wheel. But if you are at home on your couch and if you are in a space where you can have a moment for yourself, I would encourage you, I would um, encourage you to just take a moment to close your eyes with me and let's go before our Heavenly Father and just thank Him for um, this day. So Heavenly Father, right now I come before you. I thank you, God, for my uh, listeners. I, I pray, Father God, that whatever they're going through right now, that the Holy Spirit, Father God, that you... Uh, guide them and protect them and let them know they're not alone. Whatever demons they're fighting with, whatever insecurity, whatever issue, Father God, they may be facing in this season of their lives, Father God. I pray, Jesus, that you surround them with your love and that you uplift them and let them know that you will be with them every single way step of the way and that father god everything that we go through is just adding a testimony to your greatness of how father god you will help us to overcome and i pray father god that you give them the strength father god to make it and i pray heavenly father that you let them know jesus that through you all things are possible and to not give up and not to let fear sink in i pray for myself right now father god as i'm uh father god getting ready to speak to them that i may not be the one speaking that it may be you speaking through me use this broken vessel father god use this broken vessel jesus to uh bring glory to your name father god i pray that the subject that i talk about 
about that, Father God, you be uh, uplifted in it and that you be honored with it, Father God, and that you speak in me so that I may speak to those listening. I cannot do this on my own, Father God. I need your help, and I thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. So, guys, uh, once again, thank you for tuning in. This is actually podcast number 22. Podcast number 22, and I'm so excited because... I read a statistic that said the average podcaster, when they first begin, they only record a total episode of eight, eight episodes, and that's it. They call it quits. So for me to even be on my 22nd episode is just, wow. I didn't even know I had that much to say, and I'm just getting started. So thank you to everybody who's been there from the beginning. I really appreciate you. So without further ado... Um, I just want to get into today's topic. It is titled, Is Your Online Versus Offline Presence a Mismatch? And now, this subject came to me um, because I had to check myself a couple of weeks ago and had to do with me having a moment with my eight-year-old son. I realized that I can't remember what he did or what exactly he said, um, but I think I had to do something with last week where, you know, as a parent, sometimes your kid really tests you. Um, they bring you to the point of, like, you just want to scream sometimes. But then I have to remind myself, Alice, these are children. I have an eight-year-old and a four—I have an eight-year-old son— Uh, I should stop saying eight. He is nine years old now. He always corrects me when I do that. I have a nine-year-old son, a vibrant, beautiful, handsome little man. Uh, And I have a beautiful bundle of joy, my four-year-old daughter. And these two little people, like I like to call them, are born with their own personalities and their own uh, pizzazz and their own sassiness, a bit from me, a bit from their dad. Um, So I have to learn how to manage both personalities at times. And sometimes it can just be a little bit too much for me, especially when I sometimes see myself in my daughter. Okay, but that's neither here or there. Uh, Back to the title at hand. Uh, So the reason for that title is because I had to check myself and I was like, my son asked me a question and I was just really short with him. I I was giving him an attitude and I I can be that way sometimes when I get really overwhelmed, really frustrated. And I, I had to stop for a minute. I mean, in that moment, you know, I was like, I'm the parent, you're the kid, you're gonna listen to me, whatever I say you're gonna do, you know, type of thing. As we sometimes like parents, if you are a parent, you know what I'm talking about, as we sometimes like to do. And, but after I did that, you know, I was really short with him, really brief. I was giving him an attitude, but I realized the next, well, I know I didn't even let, I didn't even let the situation take a full day. I went to work because it happened in the morning before school. We had a little alter, you know, altercation. Um, and it happened in the moment before he went to school and you could tell he went to school. He was a little flustered. The look on his face showed fear and he was afraid and my husband was like, you know, you really got Calvin real shook up with how you talked to him this morning. He told me this right after my son left. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? And I went to work. 
and you know my 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 but before that my daughter came out when I was in the middle of because in the morning it gets really crazy you know I'm getting the kids ready for school and I'm trying to get ready for work and trying to get everybody ready and prepared so it's like you know it's, I'm very or, I'm a very organized person but sometimes I just put too much on my plate or I have this perfectionist syndrome where I need to get everything just right and then so it drives myself crazy I drive my own self crazy doing that but um, my daughter came out while I was you know in the middle of yelling at him. And she said, Mommy, you don't have to yell at him. You know, she said, you don't have to yell at Calvin. And I was just like, Naya, relax. That's her name. Her name is Naya. And I was like, Naya, just, just relax, okay? Just chill. And But then I was like, wow, she, she has a point. They, her and my husband, they both have a point. So I got in the car and I'm driving to work. And it just hit me the whole day. I'm working, you know, I'm doing my thing. But I just like... I felt really bad, and I'm like, oh, my God, why do I feel so bad? So I decided that, you know what, after school, I'm going to talk to him. So the first thing I did um, when I picked him up from the after-school program, I said, hey, Cal, um, I just want to talk to you for a second. So I pulled him to the side, and I spoke to him, I apologized, and I just laid out, you know, the rules, reiterated them, you know, this is what I expect, these are my expectations, and I'm sure these are your expectations of me as your mom, and I want to apologize, because the thing I never got growing up was that my parents sometimes didn't realize that we as children had feelings too. And so I'm very... uh I tend, I try to be very mindful of that when I'm parenting my kids that, yes, they are younger and, yes, their brains are not fully developed, but they have feelings, too, that I need to respect. In order. If I want them to respect me in a certain way, I need to show them a, some level of respect as a human being as well. So I try to do that. So I apologized and went on, you know, I talked to him, we hugged it out, and it was all good. But when I got home, I thought to myself, oh, my God. Am I being the same person online that I am in real life? Is my online versus my offline presence a mismatch? Hence the reason for the title of this podcast. And I was like, I don't want my son to one day go on my blog, you know, and read and see all these positive things that I'm saying and how I'm pouring to people to rise above the fears, to rise above their mistakes. But at home, I'm total opposite. I'm like, I don't want that. And so that's what the reason for this podcast is. But I wrote down a, a few notes here that I wanted to talk to you guys. And this podcast won't be too long because it is now 2.14 p.m. I do have a three o'clock appointment that I need to get to. So I am trying to just get this podcast done before my kids come from school. I need to pick them up in about two hours. So I'm trying to get this done while I have the house to myself, while it's really quiet. Right now, I'm actually sitting in my son's room and uh, recording this podcast. So I'm trying to get all that done before the chaos. So here we go. I wrote down a few notes that says, you know, too often our online presence versus our offline presence becomes a mismatch. Our quote unquote real life versus our social media life has become a misfit. You know, we don't match what we say. We're confused by the need to impress. We become more and more socially, we become more and more socially 
um, disconnected than connected. So here are a few questions that I think we should ask ourselves before posting. And these are the questions that I myself have asked myself before I post. The first question is, is what's the reason for the post? When you take the time to write a post, what is the reason for that post? Is that post intentional or not? Which is the second question. Many times when, I'll start with me. Many times when I post something, I'm thoroughly thinking about what I'm writing before I hit that publish button. Um, there are times when I post something and I'm like, oh, this sounds really, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't post it. So then I discard. But a lot of times it's like, okay, I want to know, am I posting it because I want to help somebody, which is question number three. Do I want to entertain or do I want to improve somebody's life? What is the reason for my post? You know, I go on, I follow a lot of people. Well, I shouldn't say that. I follow certain people, mostly women. You guys know I'm a very big supporter of women. Um, and so I follow a lot of positive, inspiring women. And many times, you know, I go on their pages and I'm scrolling and, you know, they're very positive and, and I can get a sense of who that person is by what they're posting and what they like and by the things that they're curating on their, on their uh, pages. And I've noticed that it actually goes back to, or it falls in line with question number one was the reason for the post is like, you want to make sure that when you post something that you're being your most authentic self, you're being yourself. You don't want to create a fake version of yourself online. And then when you are offline, you're somebody else, you know? You want to make sure that what you post is, in fact, indeed helping or entertaining. Um, is that post a vitamin or a supplement? Meaning, is this post going to feed someone? Is this post necessary? Is it conducive to what I am trying to promote in my brand or is this just an extra boost to help somebody get through whatever they need to get through just it's like a, a, a pick-me-upper you know the fifth question is the why 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 do I want to post this what do you want to get out of posting that is it for your own self-pleasure to make yourself feel good about what you've posted? Are you looking for likes? Are you looking for comments? What's the reason for the post? Six, is it offensive or uplifting? I mean, we live in a world where, well, a social media world, where people can tend to take things literally online. Um, but the thing we have to understand is that social media... It's a really great marketing strategy. A lot of people, as you notice, that are that you are friends with are not really your friends, quote-unquote, in real life. Some of them, yes. Most of them, 99% of the time, are not really your friends in real life. Hence, social media was made to socially connect us. 
And it's a great tool because I myself have met some really cool people online that I would have probably never met walking down the street, you know. But in a way, too, I think we've become so, um, we've become so almost addicted with it. It's become to the point where we tend to take things too personally online, you know. Um, and the thing is, you want to try to stay away from being offensive um, because you don't really want to have that be what people think that you are, you know. Um, I I am more so for staying positive. I mean, that's the way I try to be in my own real life, and that's what I try to portray online. You can't really go wrong with being positive. You cannot go wrong with being positive. There is a lot more, I see a lot of, uh, I see that you can become, it can go down the wrong path if you're more so of a negative person online, always cussing people out or always telling people what you're going to do, your clapback game is strong, all that. Um, I mean, how long are you going to be doing that for? I can't really see you going wrong with being uplifting or giving somebody that little boost that they need every once in a while to be like, you know what, you're going to make it. Um, so we want to try to be as positive as we can online. No need to do all that. Um, and I've also gone on people's pages that they don't care what they write. They don't care what they say. They keeping it real. They keeping it 100. They don't care. But it's like, I don't think people realize that, okay, whether you have a brand, whether you don't, whether you're just, it's just your personal page, whether it's private, whatever, I, for one, believe that nothing online is private. I don't care they give you an option to make it private. You cannot, it's not private because it's on a world wide web. So it's, you have to be very careful with what you're putting online. Very careful with what you're saying because employers go through your social media account to see if they you're the right pick for the job. I'm a manager and I've done some hiring. So I have gone through people's social media uh, profiles to see if their resumes match with what I see online. And I kid you not, most of the time I'm like, this is not going to be a good fit, you know, and then I'll give the resume to my boss. She'll overlook, she'll look at it, and then she'll be like, mm -mm. check out their, you know, social media account. Check out their social media account, and by what we see, we're like, no, this is not going to be a good fit for the company. So you have to be really careful, very careful with what you're posting online. Also, I think that was it, because I think I've already asked what's the purpose and what's the reason for the post. Okay, like I said, don't create a fake version of yourself. People usually follow you because they find you to be interesting, informative, entertaining, or empowering. So whatever the reason, the bottom line is that they, need, they see themselves in you. That's why they like you. That's why they, they're supporting you because they see a little bit of themselves in you. Whether it's bravery, whether it's like, wow, this person is overcoming their fear. Whether it's like, I want to be like that person or I aspire to be like that person or that person makes me laugh. That person moves me. That person makes me feel like, hey, okay, you know what? I too can be doing what they're doing. You know, you see yourself in that person, hence the reason why they follow you. Also, one of my 
biggest turnoffs is when I meet somebody who I admire online. You know, this person online is vibrant. They're beautiful. They are filtered. You know what I'm saying? That that filter is like on point. I'm like, wow, you know, they're beautiful. And I'm like, this person is just gorgeous. And what they're saying is like, wow, very positive. And I'm like, you know, this sounds like a really cool person. And that's why I check myself a lot. I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that I am who I say I am, both online and offline. And then I meet this person, right? They're, they're complete opposites of what they portrayed or curated for me. And it throws me off. For example, I met someone the other day. I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to, you know, do that. But I met this person and I'm like, wow, this person is really cool. You know, um, come to find out, you know, I've been following this person for a while. And then I met the person. It's a complete turnoff because I don't know if they were having a bad day. I don't know if they were having an issue or whatever the problem was, but they were completely standoffish. And I'm like, but you're telling me to hang on and it's going to be all right. And you're telling me that, you know, um, to keep looking up and don't give up. And you're, I mean, you can't, excuse, you have to excuse people for sometimes being humans. I mean, we all have, we all go through our bad days, but don't tell me that you're this person online, you know, um, where you're, you know, team, team, Hashtag everybody needs to, you know, get along. Your team, hashtag um, we are all God's children. Your team, hashtag praise the Lord. And then I meet you and it's like, what just happened? You know, I feel like, okay, for me, example, if I'm, you know, having a bad day and I meet somebody who, say, admires me or whatever, I mean, it's okay to be, you're not going to sit there and tell people your business, but... At least give me a sense of welcome, you know. I hate being around somebody where I just the aura around them just feels it just feels like like I'm suffocating, you know. The the energy around them is just like okay, this is not good. Um, so yeah, that's one of my turns off when I meet somebody. It's like they're completely opposite of who they say they were online. Um, and I did some research, you guys. I really wanted to get into. You know, what makes people become different online and offline? I did some research. Um, and Jessica Agyakum, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, from lifehack.com wrote an article. And one of the things I quoted her was she said, Social media comparisons is like comparing your worst moments with everyone else's best. This is true. We have to keep in mind, people, that social media only highlights the best part of someone's life. So you sitting here comparing yourself to them is just a, a waste of your time. It's a waste of your hours, your minutes, your seconds on this earth. Quit doing it. Quit doing it. Quit doing it. Okay? And social media, this is not, I'm not quoting, end of quote is what I just said. You know, social media comparisons like comparing your worst moments with everyone else's best, end of quote. And I went on to wrote, to write Social media was created to connect us, but there's actually more disconnection happening around us. While we are busy scrolling through our phones every three seconds, we miss the opportunity to connect with those around us in real life. 
For example, I, you know, I find myself being on Instagram or whatever, and my four or my four-year-old daughter is trying to talk to me, and here I am. I'm like, okay, so busy that she's trying to show me, you know, something that she wrote or a picture that she drew, and I. But now I've been practicing for the past year or so. Every time my daughter comes in the room, or my son, I just boom. I put the phone down. I'm off. I want to give them my undivided attention. Sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I don't. But all you can do is just try, right? That's all you can do is try. Um, and I also wrote down social media can become addictive. I get it. Trust me. Been there, done that. But it is manageable. Another research. According to a blog called The Telegraph UK, it says the average adult spends more than 20 hours online a week. I said the average adult spends more than 20 hours online a week and that was as of may 2015 now for some of you that are saying wait a minute alice you have a blog you're a blogger aren't you supposed to be online okay i'm not saying not to be online i'm saying you need to watch what you post and do online is what i'm trying to get at okay we don't want to just be posting just to post we don't want to just to write just to write you know a lot of times i'll have a something in my mind. And one thing I do, if I find something to be very hilarious or I think it's funny, I'll send it to my brother. We have this group text, myself, my sister. So it's me, Esther, Jonas, and Alex. If I find something to be really funny, right? I think it's hilarious. I'll send it to the four of us or the three of them first, you know, Rather than putting it online because I'm like, you know, sometimes some, some people, because some people might not get my humor. Some people might be like, okay, okay, Alyssa, okay, what are you trying to write here? Like, what are you trying to say? You know? So I send it to my siblings rather than posting it online because they get my humor. They understand where I'm coming from. We talk to each other all the time, almost every week, almost every other day. So they understand me, whereas my followers may not. And that stuff takes time. So, that's what I find myself doing sometimes. You know, if, if there's a quote that I find that's really cool, I'll send it to them first because not everything needs to be online. Um, but yeah, that statistic said that the average adult spends more than 20 hours a week online. That was dated back in 2015. It might be more now. We're in 2017. But that's half, you guys, that's half of the average work week for most working adults in America. You know, the average work week in America is 40 hours. If you're spending 20 of your 40 hours online, think that you know, do you know what that means? That means you're not really getting to live the other for the rest of it because you're so busy being socially connected, you're actually disconnected in real life, you know? And I remember one time, I was, like, off of Facebook for, like, two years. People said they were looking for me, couldn't find me, old classmates, old high school mate, uh, you know, high school friends were looking for me, and they couldn't find me. And I was fine with that because I did a lot in those two years, too, you know? I did a lot in those two years. I was, you know, traveling. I was cruising a lot. I would spend time with my husband, with my kids, with my family. I didn't feel the need to be on social media. I'm like, for what? You know? But 
when I did make the decision to be on social media, I was like, okay, you know what? If I'm going to be on social media, I need to have a purpose. Exactly. It goes back to number one. What's the reason for this, you know, post? I need to have a purpose. Actually, I'm sorry. That's number, that's question number seven. What's the purpose? My purpose for being on social media is because I want to help encourage, inspire, uplift someone. And that's why I decided to create my blog. But if we're, like I said, if we're spending that much time online, then we're being really disconnected or we're, we're not really present in real life. And the, the uh, research goes on to say, the average person spends two to five hours every week online while on the move. This means we are online while we are at work. We are online while we are driving. We are online when we are at home. So it's very important to make time for what matters most. Make time for what matters most. And I think that's all I had for you guys today. I just want us to be really um, thinking about who we are online versus who we are offline. Let's not try to make that a mismatch. Let's be a true representation of ourselves always. Let's not try to be what other people want us to be. We need to be our true, authentic self, whether people get us or not, whether they understand us or not. We need to be who we say we are. If you love God, let people know that. If you find something um, that you don't necessarily um, agree with, you don't always have to voice your opinion. You can just stay away from that. Um, If you like to laugh, it's okay to put up things that are funny to you, depending on what it is, actually. Um, but just being your true self. And I found that, you know, with me, it took a lot of trial and errors to even find my voice on this podcast. A lot of trial and errors to find my voice online. Um, but when I finally, now I think I'm really starting to get to finding my voice online and trying to, um, I'm more comfortable with what I write and what I say. Um, it took me a little while, but I'm getting there. I'm there, I think. Um, and that all came through trial and error. So I said all that to say, just be a true representation of you. And remember that You don't have to change to fit in. The world will adjust. And I'm running out of time. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much again for pressing play. As always, you can check out more of these show notes on www.protectyourglow.com. And if you like what you're listening to, please be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes. Um, not necessarily for me, but it'll be great for others to know that this podcast is out there. So I do appreciate uh, and I thank you in advance for doing that. And I will talk to you on my next on my next podcast. Have a good weekend. Thank you.